and it is a very complex system. You know, uh, the electricity system is seamlessly, it operates as the world's largest machine and it happens magically. But what's behind all of that? So we said, okay, that might be interesting to look at in terms of kind of like an electricity 101. Welcome to The Flux Capacitor, a podcast about the future of electricity. I'm Francis Bradley of Electricity Canada. This is episode 062, number 62 of The Flux Capacitor. This episode will be a departure from the almost singular focus on net zero of the past several podcasts. On today's episode, I have a guest on to talk about a new education initiative called Electricity Fundamentals in Canada, or EFIC. Today's guest on the Flux Capacitor is Dave McHendry, Senior Fellow, Electricity Canada. David has been the driving force behind the development of the Electricity Fundamentals in Canada online course that is just now launching. David and I talk about the lack of a self-directed online course to provide a, a basic understanding of how the electricity system works. We discuss the development and evolution of the EFIC course and the target audience for the course, which includes people within the sector and anyone that works with the electricity sector, including governments, regulators, suppliers, and other stakeholders. We close the discussion with David's suggestion for a book to add to the Flux Capacitor book club list. And we also chat about David's book, Leadership Lessons Learned from Our Mentors. Here is my conversation with David McKendry. Dave, welcome to the podcast. Glad to glad to have you on. Well, it's wonderful to be here, Francis. Uh, congratulations. These podcasts are just fantastic. Well, great. This, they, they've been a lot of fun for me to do as well, I, I, I got to say. Uh, but uh, I wanted to bring you on today so we could talk ab about a, a brand new initiative um, that, um, you know, EFIC for short, Electricity Fundamentals in Canada. Uh, so this is a this is a course that we've been working on for quite some time, and David, you've been involved in it from uh, pretty much from uh, from uh, the beginning, from its inception. In fact, I think the course started off uh, as a, a PowerPoint that you originally developed way back when, just to give our internal staff uh, a sense of of, um, uh, of the basics of. Uh, electricity and and, uh, and the sector. What was the the evolution before we even got to the real course that that uh, that's being launched now? Tell us a little bit about that evolution. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right, Francis. Uh, as you know, when uh, when I came across to uh, to Electricity Canada, uh, we had an opportunity to just basically have a chat with a number of the staff members and just trying to get an assessment of where we're at in terms of just. The, some of the basics and overall understanding of how the system in Canada works. And uh, as a result, uh, kind of went away and, and created uh, just some key points, elements that uh, I thought might be important uh, based on my experience to go back and say, okay, what do I wish uh, I knew then what I know now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we started, uh, we, we, I took about a month and we just kind of created this, this, 
this PowerPoint and we augmented it with a whole bunch of videos, you know, a whole mm -hmm. bunch of YouTube videos and whatnot. And then we had uh, the day, it was uh, a full day. We had the whole staff in, in the room and mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a, you know, we kind of went a mile wide, an inch deep. And uh, I remember we were throwing chocolate bars to staff when they got questions correct <laughs> and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, when we were able to go through, okay, from the very basic of, you know, what is the value proposition of electricity and, and what exactly is electricity and how do you make it? And what are the, you know, the more environmentally friendly ways and maybe the, the other ways that it's made? And then, then how do you get it from where you start it to where it needs to go? And then what about the distribution and then the customer and the meter and, and then beyond and beyond? And uh, at the end of the day, I was absolutely thrilled because we did some pre and post mm -hmm. questioning. Right. Um, you know, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being best, how comfortable are you in your knowledge of how the electricity system in Canada works? Mm -hmm. Well, on average, our, our staff indicated themselves about 46%. Uh, now, the fun thing is, by the time we got to the end, when we asked the same question, they said it was now about 72%. Okay. So I took that as a significant increase. And then beyond that, there was a high 90s in terms of you know, satisfaction with the course and would you recommend it, et cetera. So that's how we got our start. Yeah. All right. So listen, you actually started off by saying when you arrived at what, what was CEA at the time and is now Electricity Canada, why don't we, uh, why don't we go to that point? And before that, tell the listener a little bit about your journey, uh, how you, you know, where, where you, uh, where you came from uh, and what was your start uh, before, before you landed here as a, as a, as a senior fellow. I always make the joke uh, on the playground was did was would did you dream of all uh, growing up and one day developing a course on electricity fundamentals? What was what was your journey, Dave? I was going to stop you. Dream of being a, a great basketball player, <laughs> and you were when you were young, right? Well, you were a yeah, basketball back in, player. Back in the yeah, day, back in I was the day. a legend in my own mind. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, born in Kingston, uh, raised in Ottawa. My parents were in the aviation business, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, I went to high school. Yeah, I played basketball, and that was a lot yeah. of fun. Actually, continue that on at Carleton University great experience. Uh, but you know what, I, I really didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I took a general BA course and mm -hmm. uh, basically fell into my first, uh, my first education, my first uh, jobs, you know, in terms of uh, some retail, and then I went into uh, some telecom stuff with Cablevision. Mm -hmm. right. But um, I scored big when I had an opportunity. Uh, I did a presentation for uh, a Bell Canada executive. Mm -hmm. And he was basically saying, what are you doing for the rest of your career? And uh, so the next 17 years uh, took me in sales, marketing, business development um, around the world, mm -hmm. uh, across Canada, the United States, lived in Australia, lived in Singapore. We were basically exporting Bell's people and technologies, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, and some terrific, <laughs> there's some terrific experiences that we had there, but it also meant that I was on airplanes a lot right. and I was missing my young family's life. And I made the decision that I would, from, for personal reasons, family reasons, I'm going to change it up. So I uh, came back to Canada and uh, went through a couple of steps, but ultimately um, had an opportunity um, to start my own business in the electricity sector back when in Ontario, when the, uh, oh, back in 2002, when the rates uh, for electricity were going to be, the conservative government was going to let the rates float and right. um, yep. thought, okay, high demand and it's going to be unregulated and 
the electricity price is going to go high. So I set myself up in a business to help people save money by reducing their electricity consumption. So that was really baptism by fire, a phenomenal learning experience because I was working with major retailers, car dealerships, et cetera, on the roofs of buildings and doing energy audits and whatnot. So I learned a lot. But through that process, an opportunity came up at Hydro Ottawa. Long story short, I went over to Hydro Ottawa and uh, a couple of things happened. And uh, uh, I became director of customer service with Hydro Ottawa, which uh, I did for, for many years. And uh, it was uh, through that uh, tenure that mm -hmm. uh, also introduced me, obviously, to uh, at the time, the Canadian Electricity Association, now Electricity Canada, and uh, the phenomenal network of mm -hmm. leading experts that I had access to. And uh, and uh, at this point in time, I've more recently retired with Hydro Ottawa, but assisting with Electricity Canada in a, in a couple of, uh, of, of roles and certainly enjoying it. All right. So let's let's talk about education then. Because uh, I know uh, for for the last uh, year, this is this has been one of the principal projects that you've been working on the development of this course. We talked a little bit about sort of the before the this became a course when it was just a like a PowerPoint little workshop that you were doing for for staff uh, at Electricity Canada. Um, we went through a strategic planning process uh, at the association. We wanted to, uh, among other things, we wanted to, to address uh, education. Uh, and at the same time, you were looking at this, uh, this, this PowerPoint uh, Electricity 101 course that you developed, and the two sort of came together, right? Uh, we, we had this desire uh, to, uh, to look at uh, education uh, from an association standpoint, and then you had this, the, this Electricity 101 uh, initiative that you were putting together. And sort of how did, how did we then get those two together and get this launched? And actually, maybe more importantly, what was the gap that you saw that we needed to address? Um, I mean, we talked about, I can understand why you'd want staff and an association to know about more, more about the sector. But, you know, uh, beyond, beyond the 29 people that work with us, uh, why, why, why does that need to get to a broader audience, do you think? Well, you're absolutely right. The strategic plan was uh, was very formative for us in this. And you recall that the goals that were outlined for the association at the time, now Electricity Canada, yep. the association uh, is designed to think, advocate, communicate, and educate. Mm -hmm. And it was the, the capital E educate. We were kind of going, okay, what specifically? Yeah. And you're absolutely right. It kind of tweaked back to, okay, here's what we did back with the staff. But, you know, Francis, I, I would Take yourself back to your first day on the job. I know this mm. was my experience, right? You're you're probably experiencing two emotions. One, I got a job, great. And then it's <laughs> the daunting expectation of everything there is to know. And it is a very complex system. You know, uh, the electricity system is uh, seamlessly, it operates as the world's largest machine and it happens magically. Yeah. But what's behind all of that? So um, we, we did a... Uh, we said, okay, that might be interesting to look at in terms of kind of like an electricity 101 thing. Uh, we did a, a market review across, uh, and there are other organizations that do courses, and they are mm -hmm. great courses. And I want to stress that that EFIC is not designed to replace a course. It's designed to augment a course, but it mm -hmm. could potentially be the access point uh, for everyone uh, in the industry. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the idea is that, uh, that uh, EFIC um, will uh, provide a fundamental 
baseline right. for everybody in the industry as we go forward. So we took the opportunity to basically document a brochure at that point. We mm-hmm. said, okay, there's an opportunity. We documented a brochure. And uh, we said, basically, if it looks like this, would this be of interest? And we floated that just two-page brochure with our members and with our corporate partners. And they basically said, in a nutshell, if you build it, we will come. And they backed it with financial letters of commitment. And we have pre-orders of over 700 student tuitions, and we haven't even done anything Mm -hmm. to to get the thing off the ground. So with that backing, uh, we went to the, the, the board, and they said, of course, this makes ultimate sense. So then uh, the next step, we, we put together what I would, we called our advisory panel. Mm-hmm. We brought in um, our Electricity Canada members, um, East, West, Central, Big, Small, English, French, and we utilized them as our uh, sounding board. Yeah. And uh, it was around that time uh, as well that uh, I said, my goodness, I, you know, I'm not necessarily the one to do this all by myself. So I reached out to my good friend and colleague, Bill Bennett. Uh, Bill is uh, uh, just a, a wealth of information. He, 35 years in the business, uh, you know, PNG, uh, MBA, and uh, just a, an award-winning leader. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, I, and also... Bill, also uh, part of the uh, uh, Hydro Ottawa alumni, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So Bill was Bill and his background had, had done um, you know the engineering and design work. So the, yep. the, the 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 design build operate side of the business, and I was yeah. doing the customer side. So Bill and I and Lance Jeffries and Norm Fraser and whatnot, we we had opportunity to to work collaboratively mm-hmm. um, together on a number of award winning initiatives at Hydro Ottawa. So I obviously thought of Bill, and mm-hmm. uh, I reached out to Bill and um, he. Uh, Retired now, but uh, Bill has done ongoing work for in in the in the um, in the utility sector. I said, Bill, how you want to come on a little journey with me? And he said, Absolutely, that sounds fantastic. So over the course of the summer, um, we together we cobbled together a list of things. We thought, what do we know now that mm-hmm. we wish we had known then that right. we think others could benefit from? Yep. So we developed our list and we formed that into our table of contents. And then we took our table of contents and we reviewed it with our advisory panel. And they said, yeah, that's that's basically the list. They had a couple of suggestions. We tweaked it. And then we went head down. We fingers on the keyboard and we tapped out our um, uh, the course content. Now, the challenge is, as you know, this is a complicated business. And we were trying to keep in mind, okay, mile wide, inch deep, skip across the lily pads, give people oppor- just the big picture, give people the opportunity to dive in if they need to, um, and do it in a language, in layman's terms, so simple that your grandmother could understand. <laughs> so a bit okay. of a challenge from that perspective. But uh, we, and we, okay, pull out of the weeds, pull out of the weeds. And we were able to do that and, and uh, prepare the documentation. And we reviewed it again with our advisory panel. Once we'd prepared it, uh, we turned it over to uh, um, a, pref- a professional writer. And, uh, and uh, this was, uh, Kevin Hansen was just a, a dream uh, mm-hmm. to work with. He, uh, he assisted uh, polishing it. And then concurrently with this, we were doing an RFP in terms of putting it on the platform. So the, the course is running on a learning management platform, uh, a learning management system platform. Okay, so, so, so just, for the, just for, the, yeah. for, the, for the listener who may not be familiar with, what does that mean, putting it on a platform? So you're not just, you're not like creating a PDF and mailing it to somebody. What's a, what's a learning management system platform? Yeah, good. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, perhaps to just describe it a little bit further. So EFIC is a, an online 
bilingual, mm -hmm. 24-7 access, so you can learn anytime, anyplace, uh, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and that involves technologies uh, where um, a student would get registered, uh, get themselves signed in, mm -hmm. and then uh, they will go through the course, uh, nine modules, 165 topics, a variety of quizzes and uh, and whatnot. Uh, but because it is all online, it um, it uh, requires some additional technologies, uh, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that's where we contracted with some uh, industry experts uh, in online education, uh, adult uh, education. Uh, LCI uh, is, the, is the organization we dealt with. And, you know, we they've done uh, award-winning work with the Business Development Bank of Canada, with Canada Post and Hydro-Quebec, one of our own. And uh, so we uh, engaged with them and uh, they led us on and uh, were... Uh, we're th absolutely thrilled with mm -hmm. uh, with the product they've uh, put together. So, um, what is it expected? What's the experience going to be like for the for uh, the the student um, who would uh, who would take this course? Sure. Um, once uh, once they uh, hear about it, and uh, they will be hearing about it through Electricity Canada's social media uh, programs, it will be uh, it's available on our on our website. And mm -hmm. uh, simply uh, tap into electricity.ca, follow the links. Um, there is a there is a, a modest fee for the course. It's uh, two hundred dollars uh, uh, per student, um, but we believe this is one of the uh, the best values out there in terms of uh, uh, the type of training that you'll get with uh, with this type of course. Once you log in, you'll get your accreditation information, and then you will have access to the course. The course will be available to the student for upwards to a year. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's uh, at its uh, at its core. It's five hours of of, of core content study, okay. but well over sixty hours beyond that of to learn more, to learn more, to learn more through uh, uh, through um, YouTube videos, through uh, websites, through articles, through podcasts, etc. Where we point the student to other things to learn more about this journey. We That's lay right. it all out in like a like a track. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody could go on and search. Uh, okay, what's a small modular reactor but how does that fit into the overall chain of command right within mm -hmm. within the industry so we out, we lay out what we believe is a very sequential and logical path to get from the start uh, to the end we start very small and we end up how the electrons flow across uh, north america so what, what's uh, what's that kind of look like what are the sort of topics as they as they they go through this course uh, what are the what are the sorts of topics that somebody would be exposed to? Oh, sure. It's um, it's again designed to be ten thousand foot full thing. Mm -hmm. So we talk about what's the the value proposition of electricity. Remember, this is what you get for how much you pay. Mm -hmm. And then, what exactly is electricity? Atoms and electrons, and and how do you how is it made? Uh, how do you make electricity from water and from sun and from nuclear, mm -hmm. et cetera? Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about renewable and non-renewable generation and the various mixes that there are within the country. Then how do you get the, the product from where it's made to where it needs to go through the transmission network? And uh, people will learn things about you know, SAG, swing, and gallop as we enter into, <laughs> the, distri into the distribution side yep. of the business. Yep. And uh, people will become familiar with terms such such as Sadie, Safey, Seamy, Femi, you know, we, Katie, we have our own, our own acronyms. What's the difference between metering, net metering, sub-metering, and, and, and sweet metering, as an example? Hmm. Um, and then beyond that, uh, we talk about uh, the whole meter-to-cash business. How do utilities get paid? 
by the way, which ones are actually the electricity lines? Um, and then we, <laughs> then we move uh, beyond the meter. Uh, to distributed energy resources. What does that mean? We talk about battery storage, we talk about solar, we talk about uh, the opportunity to the, turning the grid from a one-way street into a two-way street now, and, right. and how do you make that work? Yep. We talk about uh, who the players are in the industry. We talk about how the electrons flow across the country in, and internationally. We talk about uh, the future. We talk about net zero 2050, et cetera. Um, and so it's designed to be very broad mm. again we skim across that fairly quickly mm -hmm. but with jump off natural jump off points that if you want to learn more you can just check out the the areas that we point you to and so who is this designed for ah uh, anybody who works in the electricity system in canada mm -hmm. uh, let me just point this out so we have about ninety thousand employees who work in the within our membership and within the utility sector. Yep. Uh, so when you think about each of these organizations, there is a grain of, of, of employees, new employees are being onboarded. And it's not just the typical folks that people might think of as a, a, a we'd call a PLM, a power line maintainer or whatever. Right. It could be somebody coming into a call center, uh, HR, finance, legal, accounting, as well as the engineers and the, and the operators, et cetera. So, and, and it's not only the, the new people coming in, mm. but it's people like Dave who came in from a telecom career, uh, kind of mid-career and entered in not necessarily the starting line, but kind of, you know, kind of midway. And I found myself asking a lot of embarrassing questions, stuff that I knew <laughs> I should know, but I didn't right. know at the time. Yeah. So it's just, it would be perfect for a guy like me or anybody coming in at that section. Or you consider if you've got a new board member uh, coming into a, a local distribution company at, mm. at a board mm -hmm. level, this would be a great target for them. So not so that's one area, but moving on. Uh, as Francis, as you well know, at, uh, at Electricity Canada, we deal with about over 30 federal government departments and agents, okay. uh, yep. uh, agencies. Yep. And, there, we're, and we do deal with DMs and ADMs and all that sort of thing. But it's a potential that many of their staff members have, who that they would turn to internally may not have worked in the utility sector. So they, mm -hmm. they might, this will provide an opportunity to get a further view there. Well, that's at the federal level. Then what about at the, uh, at the provincial level? Mm -hmm. And as, uh, again, as, as you know, the, the, the environment, the in industry in Canada is heavily regulated at the provincial level. Yeah. So uh, anybody who's working in the provincial governments, and then you go to the the local uh, municipal area, many municipalities own their local utility. Well, if you have responsibility for your local utility in your city, whatever, here's an opportunity to learn more. Hmm. And then we move on to same thing with all the regulators across mm -hmm. Canada, you know, mm -hmm. et cetera. And then consider within Electricity Canada, we have over 90 corporate suppliers right. who we interface with. So again, ideally suited to any one of these organizations. So imagine that you're Acme vendor mm. looking to sell into C-suite of a utility. Well, before you go in and talk to a C-suite um, executive, you better know some of the basics. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be selling for this company or that, you might want to consider it. 
electricians. Uh, they, uh, electricians are such a valued resource at the very uh, end of the chain within, a, within mm -hmm. your home or business, but they can look at the big scale. Then there's um, educational institutions, and then plain just Joe Q or uh, Joan Q public mm -hmm. who might be interested in how the system works. So I would say it's uh, of interest to anybody who has an interest in, in the industry. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so this is going to provide sort of the, the, the basics for, uh, for, for, uh, for a, a student who follows the course. What would be next? Is, is there something after this? I mean, cause this, this evolved out of your, your, your electricity 101 deck. Is there a, is there a 201 in the future, David? <laughs> is there, is there something else that, uh, that, that we see uh, down the road in this? Well, absolutely uh, possible. Uh, mm. I, I'd say even if we start with what we've got right now, um, kind of the, the vision that, that we've been uh, looking at is that imagine in, and it might take me five, might take 10 years, yeah. but I fully expect that anybody who is looking to enter into this business in any one of those organizations that we just mentioned, mm -hmm. either the employee will be offering or the employer will be asking, do you have your EFICT certification? So mm -hmm. that's step one. Okay, so, the, but we, this, so this is a certification as well? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So when, uh, when you go through the course, uh, again, nine modules, 165 topics, five hours of core content, another 60 plus hours of, <laughs> of additional study, plus 18 quizzes and, and, and uh, nine, nine tests, and, mm -hmm. and you, you, you score appropriately throughout. At the end of the day, you can press a button and you get your certificate of completion uh, okay. for, uh, for Electricity Canada. But beyond this particular course and that vision of this being the baseline, we will then have all of the uh, foundational work done to allow course 201, 303, et cetera, et cetera, on another topic that, that might be of, uh, of particular interest. So, and then beyond that, um, the, the world is changing dramatically into a lot of um, uh, of uh, e-certification uh, mm -hmm. uh, that is going on online so that you can uh, prove that you have uh, specific skills because you have taken these particular courses and that's all tracked through blockchain and, and all gotcha. that sort of thing. So there's a, there's a variety of different ways that we can go uh, with this uh, once, uh, once uh, EFIC is uh, off and running. Now, what about what about keeping it up to date? It occurs to me that if we put this uh, this course together, I don't know, uh, eight years ago, we wouldn't have mentioned small modular reactors. Uh, we probably wouldn't be talking too much about distributed energy resources. Uh, cybersecurity may not have been as big a topic. So uh, this course has been written in 2022. Um, the, it's, is, is it going to be a little bit like, uh, like the old bread? Uh, is it going to be stale? Uh, and how do you, how do you keep it from getting stale? No, you're absolutely right. That's the beauty of it because it's online. Unlike a published book that is, you know, one and done, right. We can keep this evergreen because okay. we can, we can continue yep. to go in and update a module, go up, even update a word, update a module, add a new video, remove that video, add this content, remove that content. So it will be evergreen. Mm -hmm. uh, as uh, as we um, as we uh, as we progress, so that's uh, what I find very exciting about this. Is it's something that uh, it isn't uh, something that you write up and then it just collects dust on the shelf. It will be uh, something that will be relevant on an ongoing basis. So we'll be continuing to update it uh, over time. 
Okay. Usually at this point uh, on the podcast, I, I, I would ask the, uh, the guests on the podcast to, to give me a book recommendation. But before we do that, uh, I want to ask you to tell a listener a little bit about a book that you were uh, the instigator, uh, author of, uh, I think, the first chapter, uh, and the, the, uh, the editor and, and publisher, Leadership Lessons uh, Learned from Our Mentors. Why don't you tell the listener a little bit about how, how that evolved? I, I know about it because I, <laughs> I was involved in the project and like one of the chapters is mine, but I thought it was a really interesting uh, project. And, and before we get to your book recommendation, which I'm guessing you probably aren't going to recommend your own book, so I'm going to recommend <laughs> your, your book for, for you. But maybe you could tell, just, uh, tell the listener a little bit about that book. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, one of the things that I, I continue to do, I'm a board member with an organization called CS Week. CS Week is arguably the largest utility customer conference in North America. It's been going for over 46 mm -hmm. years, annually over 2,000 delegates from 275 utilities, water, gas, and electric gather to, to collaboratively share industry best practices. Yep. And uh, a few years ago, um, is that, uh, they've got various plenary sessions and, and closing events and whatnot. I was asked uh, to join a panel to simply talk about leaders mm -hmm. and mentors that were important to me. And I kind of willingly just said, yeah, sure, I'll do that. No problem. And then as the day draw, drew near and I had to actually present the thing, I thought, oh, my goodness, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And I started off and I wrote down a list and I wrote down, a, I said, well, no, I was asking questions to myself. Do I have mentors? Who are they? Well, anyway, I wrote down a list and I wrote down my naughty and nice list. Okay. <laughs> those, that, those that really, really meant a lot to me, important. I learned a lot from, and there was others that maybe not so much. And I learned some things maybe not to do. So I went on the, I was speaking at the, and there were hundreds of people in the audience. And uh, I went through my, my thing and I talked about my personal story. And at the end, um, people came up to me and some of them were actually crying. And I thought, well, that means that they, I touched a nerve or maybe I was that bad, <laughs> but they were recalling the people that meant a lot to them. So that was kind of the, the starting point. And I thought, man, maybe there's something more here. So fast forward uh, through CS Week, they've got a publishing arm. Uh, we, we start, we interviewed um, and, and absolutely, Francis, you were one of them. Thank you again so much for, for mm. contributing. You were for one of 40 leaders in the electricity sector that uh, stepped forward and basically answered some questions that we formed into chapters, that formed into people's personal stories uh, that ultimately uh, led to uh, 470 leadership lessons learned from uh, from our mentors. The questions included uh, during your formative years, who were your mentors and you know what what did you learn from them? Mm -hmm. The second question is during your career, what who were your mentors and what valuable lessons did you learn from them? The third one was and what lessons did you learn not to do? Don't do it that way. Mm -hmm. And then finally, the fourth one was, if you were in saying thank you to your men mentors, what might you say? So again, this, uh, this turned into uh, uh, over 40 authors, 40 chapters, 2,000 years of experience, 470 lessons. And I would summarize all of them down into um, 
treat others the way you'd like to be treated, especially if mm-hmm. you're the boss. So that's uh, that's where that started. And yeah, the book is, uh, this book has sold uh, quite a number. So very pleased. Yeah. All right. So let's get to, let's get to your recommendation. Um, what book would you recommend we add to our Flux Capacitor book club? What, what book should the uh, listener think about uh, picking up and giving a read to? Well, you'll recall, Francis, that uh, at a at a recent uh, Electricity Canada event, uh, we heard from Peter Mansbridge, yes. noted uh, broadcaster, uh, yep. and I had a, a, that day. I, it was it was a, a real a real treat for me because I was able to hang around with the guy that had been in my living room for almost fifty years, and mm-hmm. uh, got to I got to know uh, Peter a little bit better. But uh, the book I'd recommend is his book called um, uh, Off the Record. And mm-hmm. it's a very, very interesting view through the lens of a guy who has uh, studied the world through mm-hmm. his broadcast journalist eyes, uh, literally for about a 50-year period. And uh, in this book, uh, he, again, he's got little snippets and whatnot. There's some very serious stuff, some major world things going on. And then there's some very light and humorous stuff at the same time. So it gives a, a snapshot of kind of like 1970 to 2020-ish mm-hmm. timeline of some of the major breaking stories from behind the scenes. And I found it very, very uh, uh, entertaining and educational at the same time. So I'd recommend Peter Mansbridge's book, off the record. All right. Peter Mansbridge, Off the Record, is now on the Flux Capacitor Book Club list. David, thank you very much for taking the time to join the podcast. Great to great well, to catch up and, and great to talk about this educational initiative. Well, thank you. And uh, thanks, uh, Francis. And again, congrats on the podcast. It's uh, it's actually featured in EFIC as well. So uh, be uh, oh, watching for that. If you're, yeah, if you're, if you're an EFIC subscriber, we'll be uh, pointing you back to uh, the, the wonderful discussions that Francis is uh, hosting on this, uh, on this podcast. Outstanding. Thanks, David. Thanks. Thanks for joining me for this episode of The Flux Capacitor. The website of this podcast can be found at thefluxcapacitor.ca, including links to people and initiatives that we mentioned in this episode. And while you're there, check out the book club page, which provides info and links to the books which have been recommended by guests on The Flux Capacitor, including Off the Record, recommended by David McKendry on today's podcast. Please tune in for future episodes of The Flux Capacitor, including a conversation with Dan Wicklam of the Transition Accelerator and Paisley Sim with Canada Grid. And let's continue the electricity conversation on our Facebook page, on Twitter, and at electricity.ca.